0: Hello and welcome to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer, a series featuring conversations with experts to share recent market developments, key insights and strategic inputs from around
1: the globe. Hi everyone, it is the 14th of February and this is Janai, equities analyst at Bank Julius Baer in Singapore. Welcome to our podcast. As we celebrate Valentine's Day today, we expect the Japanese government to also show markets some love with the nomination of Professor Kazuo Ueda as the Bank of Japan's next governor. Now, he's a dark horse candidate who will be the BOJ's first academic governor in its post-war history, and he's been described as a pragmatist, although his views on monetary policy still remain unclear. His nomination and not that of Hiroshi Amamiya, the Davish deputy governor originally tipped for the job, has cheered investors as it raises the likelihood of an exit from Japan's negative interest rate policy and heralds the prospect of rising bond yields. Now, what as a house do we expect going forward from here? We believe that the BOJ will wait for UEDA to take over and assess the effect of ongoing spring wage negotiations on inflation before acting. The first step towards a policy shift, which could take the form of maybe a widening of the yield curve control range, to 100 basis points around the 0% target for 10-year Japanese government bonds, could occur maybe during or shortly after the first central bank meeting under Ueda on the 28th of April. We believe that a first rate hike is likelier to come only later in the second half of this year. In terms of currency moves, the Japanese yen, which is still undervalued, could move sideways then strengthen sustainably when the first rate hike comes into focus. As a house, we have the yen at 125 to the US dollars in three months' time, down significantly from the current spot rate of 131 yen to 1 US dollar. Now, while the impact of rising yields on forex moves is quite straightforward, the impact of rising rates on Japanese equities is a bit more ambiguous. Now, certainly sectors like the banks and the life insurers should benefit from higher interest income, wider margins and rising valuations, while conversely on the other side of the coin, Real estate plays are likely to be hurt by potentially lower property prices, higher cap rates and higher financing costs. But for the broader market as a whole, I think the jury is still out on whether a stronger yen and its impact on export earnings can be offset by the valuation uplift and domestic earnings growth from the potential end to a decades-long cycle of deflation. In such situations, our focus is always to look at quality and we would complement a positive view on the Japanese banks and insurers with a basket of quality non-financial stocks that can deliver in and out of interest rate cycles. Uh, Moving from Japan to the other side of the Pacific, All Eyes will be focused on the release of US inflation numbers for January today, followed by data on industrial production, retail sales and housing starts later this week. At this point, we can't help but just highlight the irony of scheduling the U.S. inflation report exactly on Valentine's Day this year, when the Day of Love will be overshadowed by investors' biggest pain point of the past two years, which is pricing pressure in the economy and its impact on monetary policy and asset prices. Consensus is looking for a 0.5% month-on-month headline print with the core inflation number at 0.4%. This means inflation rates would fall further to 6.2% year-on-year for headline inflation and 5.5% year-on-year for core inflation, uh, i.e. both figures would be down about 20 to 30 basis points compared to the year-on-year figure in December. As a house, our economics team is expecting inflation of 3.5% for this year and 2% in the next. We believe there are clear signs that inflation in the US has turned the corner and that persistent inflation in services prices will ease in the coming months. Furthermore, the US credit activity has also been showing some signs of slowing, and this would suggest to us that current levels of interest rates are quite restrictive. The January CPI or Consumer Price Index reading will either confirm or push back views on the rapid repricing of a higher probability of scenarios of stronger activity, higher inflation, and thus further US central bank rate increases. As a reminder once again of our Julius Baer forecasts, we are biased towards a pause in the rate hike cycle and are expecting no rate hikes in the next three months and a 50 basis point cut in rates 12 months out. We expect the 10-year Treasury yield to dip to 3.55% from the current 3.7% in the next three months before stabilizing at a slightly higher yield of 3.75% 12 months out. So, whether they be in Asia, Europe or the US, central banks definitely have their work cut out for them in coming quarters. And markets are certainly looking for a little more love from them this year after the many tectonic shifts in expectations and rates that occurred in 2022. This is Janai signing off for now. Have a happy Valentine's Day and a great week ahead. Goodbye. Get ready for the day ahead. Moving Markets is a daily market
0: news briefing from Julius Spears' leading experts. You'll hear all about the latest ups and downs across asset classes, the underlying drivers, and our thoughts on where markets are heading. Search for Moving Markets on your favourite podcast player. You have been listening to Beyond Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you heard, subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. To learn more about Julius Baer, our people, our latest thinking. Visit us at www.juliusbear.com. We will be back with a brand new episode soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to